just like the cycle hijacks us. Circumstances on vacation hijack us together. It's not like I'm the only one getting hijacked that the car blew up on the side of the road. We both are. You are, I am. And so when you get into a blame game around some of these harder things, it just adds distress to an already distressful situation. At that moment, finding fault isn't your best move. Alignment and problem solving and solution making together is the best move. Yeah. I'm Angela. And I'm Chad. And we discuss issues that couples face in everyday life Then we set you up to have a conversation with your partner that's designed to bring you closer together. This is the Connecting Couples Podcast with the real Emhoffs. Real conversations for a real connection. All right, let's dive in. This is our fourth in our series about vacation and really talking about in this episode, what are our expectations? I mean, there's lots of lots of things we could talk about as far as expectation. And maybe we've been discussing some of those as we've gone, but we really want to start to think about like, what do we want out of this? How do we get it? I mean, missed expectation, I think, can kick us into all kinds of cycles. Or if, if we've always wanted it one way and it keeps going another way. So let's dive into that. What are some of your uh, things you want to hit on, Ange? We're going to specifically talk about several content issues. We're going to discuss how much we spend. Is there a budget for vacation? Um, or is it a free-for-all? And you just spend whatever? Does that put pressure on what we're buying and what our choices are. What about food? If we're doing an Airbnb, is the expectation that we cook every time? Do we go out to eat if we're staying at a hotel? Maybe it's an all-inclusive. That seems like the easiest option, but you got to even plan for that. What about other little extra things? I know a lot of couples go on vacation and they hope that they're going to have some physical connection there, that that is going to be included into it. Some people say it's great on vacation. Other people say they always miss on vacation or something goes awry. And so we want to break down some specific content conversations that couples should be having or that it will go better if you have a conversation about these content issues before you go. Where do you want to start? Oh, let's start with money. I I think it's one of those things that everybody talks about and all vacations are going to cost you something, time, money, effort, energy at some level. Um, And so should you have a budget and should it be included in your budget for a vacation? What do you think? You know, growing up with basically a family that didn't have a whole lot of money, I didn't realize as a kid that my parents made a lot of our vacation choices based on a lack of funds. So we would always go camping. We had a camper because camping is cheaper than staying at a hotel. Just recently, I asked my mom why we weren't a skiing, a snow skiing family. Uh, We lived in Southern Louisiana and a lot of our vacations were in Florida or along the Gulf or that included beaches. But my mom also said skiing is an expensive sport and we weren't going to fly or drive to where there was skiing available and get all the amenities that skiing requires when it just was going to be too expensive for our family. And so I come from experience of you can only really vacate to the level with which you can spend. And I think you and I do that a little bit. We've had a conversation about the difference between someone who spends $20,000 on a long two-week European vacation versus somebody who is hoping to spend 400 bucks and have a nice weekend. And so I think it definitely needs to be discussed so that you're not misaligned already in what you can buy. Yeah. Well, and I I think 
it's funny because like you're saying the skiing thing and in my head, as you were talking about it, I'm like, well, when I learned to ski, we got used gear that was like 20 bucks for skis and boots. Like it was, and I'm sure it was terrible gear. And I'm, I remember, but I remember going with a family who took us and, and we didn't have to go very far to, to experience that. Like it was like, oh, it's, you know, 30, 40 minutes up the road and we can go ski and it was fun. But like, we just learned different things, you know, yeah. and, and probably we come to the table with um, thoughts about vacation from our family of origin, maybe our favorite vacations as kids or whatever, and like what it's going to cost, what it's going to look like and, and how we're going to do it. And so I think if you don't go into it with a budget or if you don't have a budget at all, um, it probably sets you up to fail at every decision that involves money. And so I would encourage people have a budget, have a plan for how you're going to spend your money, especially um, the things you're going to spend your money on that are kind of extra. And I think I hate to say this. I mean, I think vacation is extra. It's an extra thing. So when you spend your money on that, how do you want to spend it? Where, where do you want to spend it? Yeah. You know, whether it's, Hey, we're going to go all inclusive or we're going to go, you know, camp and, and use a tent, you know, and try to save the money and, and use that elsewhere. But if you I don't know, have a plan, you fail. Yeah, yeah, and I know that there is a couple I'm thinking about, and they go to Hawaii every other year. That is something they plan. And on the off year, they really don't take a vacation yeah. because to go on there, what costs them about twelve to $15,000 on the year they do go yeah. for how long they stay and where they stay, they it takes them the whole two years to save up. They have budgeted and they have discussed the budget and they're saving up monthly for 24 months and then they spend it. And so that is something they're both aligned on. And they've done it for like eight or nine, you know, trips now in a row. And so we have to be able to go, hey, here's what we can afford. Here's what we're staying. And I know for you and I, we've discussed staying extra days. I know for some people even, they have to know if they have vacation days. Are they paid vacation days? If you have allotted a certain amount of time that you're getting vacation days on that are getting paid for, you're not losing money. But there was a time in our vacation planning when you were doing more consulting work where if you weren't there at work, you weren't getting paid. Yeah. So for every day on vacation that we were spending money on vacation, we were also not making any money because there was no vacation day. Right. I mean, I was losing a thousand bucks a day almost yeah. or something like that, depending so on what it was. Couples yeah. have to determine what is the you know margin of how many days, how much is it going to really cost us, both of us to go, how can we afford that? And then make sure that you're aligned. And sometimes you go, whoop, can't afford that. Oh, can't afford that. Yes to this, no to that. And that fortunately or unfortunately becomes a lot of the negotiation in the process. Well, and it could feel really unfair, I think, to you sometimes, because I would say, I can't leave, you know, Monday through Thursday. I need to be at work and we can leave Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But then you're like, well, my work is really on Sunday. So it really has left us with only two days where we could go somewhere and do something. And, and that's if, that's if we didn't have something on Friday, Yeah, you know, so it's, it's, it put us in a tough spot to even think about like, what is the expectation, you know? And I'm like, if we take off that whole week and, and Sunday being a day where you have to be back, I'm like, that's not, it, it, it's expensive vacation. Yeah. You know, that's, that's going to cost a lot of money at the end of the, at the end of the week. Whether, it's and it's com- not money going out. It's just money not coming in. It's a conversation we've recently had because of this camping thing that we've just recently taken on. And if he works on Thursday and I work on Sunday, it does only leave Friday and Saturday. But we've determined that 
to pack up all the gear and only go for two days camping is really not worth it. So now we have to try to either lose his Thursday workday or lose my Sunday workday to add the extra days. And then that costs us in a different capacity. So golly, here we are again now discussing specific content that needs to be discussed because if we just make assumptions, well, we're going to stay through Sunday, the implication is, well, what about my work? Or we're going to cut Thursday. Well, the implication is, well, what about your work? Or who is buying what? What are we spending on? So let's kind of go into the next one. I think with all of these content issues, the goal is that we're bringing them up so you can consider them and go, do I have any specific expectations around vacations? I know early on, even where we stayed, Chad was like, let's stay at a hotel with a pool. That's something that our family likes. And so when we do the little filter on either a hotel or an Airbnb, or even now if we're camping, we're looking at, is there some sort of water source that is swimmable? Because it's something our family likes. So being able to discuss what are the things I want and how do we have a conversation around what those expectations are. So let's talk about another one that is something we've had to navigate, which is food. Sure. Where are we eating? What are we eating? What does that food plan look like? Well, and I know for me, sometimes vacation, part of the vacation was food. It's like, I want to enjoy what I'm eating. I want to eat whatever I want. Um, I want to kind of go out to eat. I don't want to have to think about like making food. I think that's part of what the vacation is, is not having to like meal prep or plan or, or be ready for the, the, the next meal. And, and so when I go on vacation and the first thing we do is go buy a bunch of groceries and think about all the meals we're going to make, I'm like, golly, it doesn't feel like vacation to me. It feels more like, oh, we're just, or I don't know what it feels like, but it doesn't feel like, it does not feel like vacation. It was the first time we did this was last summer where we stayed for an extended period of time at the same place. What Chad has said was right. When we used to go to Florida or even when we would combo visit family and then take a vacation, we weren't seven or eight days at the same location that also had a kitchen. So this was the first time where we're like, let's do it this way. And when we arrive at our destination, we're going to go to the grocery store and get our groceries. And I had even, before we left, put a little menu plan together Mm -hmm. and said, here is what we're going to eat. And he kind of said, yes, this is fine. And it was also when Chad and I had tackled adjusting some of our eating habits. And so we got in the car for our departure back up to last episode. And I had like healthy snacks. It was like trail mix that had omega-3s in it instead of M&Ms, which is our typical, you know, travel snack. And I think I got the stink eye from both Avery and Chad, like, oh, we're doing this. And I was the one who was executing the plan. Here is everybody's healthy snacks. Uh, We had like, you know, cheese and and salami as our snack, not beef jerky and something else. Anyway, we, we had made an intentional plan And when we arrived, went grocery shopping, got the groceries, put it in the Airbnb fridge, and we were on task until about day three when it's something happens and we're like, we're on vacation. And here I am cooking dinner with our little two Two burner (laughs) stove or whatever, you know, (laughs) that they have in an Airbnb, but yeah, or condo, whatever. I'm like, at some point, do I want to do all the dishes and make all the meals and prep all the stuff that's required? This is vacation. So, I'm, and again, 
maybe you do. Maybe that's what you love about it. Or maybe you go buy exotic foods from wherever you're going. I mean, uh, I don't know where you're going that has exotic foods, but I'm like, <laughs> you know, maybe that's part of it. But I'm like, for, for me, I'm really like, man, I don't, I don't, I kind of want to vacate all of that. Like I want to go and it not be about yeah. that. I don't mind having, especially if you stay in Airbnb or something, like I don't mind having breakfast there, or maybe making sandwiches for lunch some point, but I don't want my dinners. I don't want every dinner to be like, Oh, now we're going to go back and spend an hour cooking and then spend another hour cleaning and then spend another hour putting it all away. I'm like, no, not that it takes an hour to do any of those, but I'm like, I just feel like it kind of limits you and it doesn't yeah. feel like vacation to me. So like we've had to talk about that and just say, that's not what I want to do. I don't mind a couple times doing that or grilling some steaks. If you got a grill there uh, again, we're getting into the, the, the details of it, but some form of like, Hey, what do we really want out of this? And, and what does the kitchen really need to look like at the place we're going to, to match our desire for how we're going to prepare and what we're going to eat and where we're going to go and what we're going to do. So this is a little bit of a combination of the pre-planning and also while you're there discussion. If you have a pre-planning, hey, once we arrive, this is the meal plan, or this is our budget, that determines a lot of it. If you have the ability to go out to dinner for every meal while you're there, then, and that's something you want to do, then, then I would say go for that if you're aligned. That you have the conversation and you know what the expectation is, is going to be the thing that we're encouraging you to do. Just say, yeah. hey we're about to go on vacation, is your expectation that we eat every meal inside the Airbnb? No, my expectation is that we will go out to eat a time or two. Okay, good. That is good to know while I'm in the planning phase yeah. so that we're aligned in going into it. And again, as Chad said in the last episode, the ability to be flexible in these. So I would even say, as you're listening to us discuss how much money you're going to spend, what your food you know, consumption is going to look like. Are there things coming up for you? Are there maybe internal triggers? You've heard us talk about temp before. Are you going, nope, this is a hill I want to die on. We're doing it this way. And why you're holding fast to that? Or can you go, hmm, I wonder, do my partner and I align? What is my expectation? Can you start to understand why you're making some of the choices that you're making about vacation and then have a conversation that aligns the two of you. All right, let's go into another one. All right. We can talk about physical connection or sex or, um, I think I would like for vacation to be a time where we have sex. We can be intentional about that. We could plan time together. Uh, the reality of our story is though we have a seven year old now who comes with us and they don't have another little playmate that goes with them. And a lot of times for financial reasons, we're trying to save money. So we'll get a, a smaller place. And it's like a bunk bed outside a, a door <laughs> as, as we talk about in Florida or whatever, or South Carolina. I'm like, there's just not a lot of like privacy a lot of the times. And so then it's like, well, do we bring somebody else who can watch the kid while we can make time for that? Or do we try to really be intentional about getting away or getting her to bed earlier? It just, there's a lot of factors that play into it. And who's going to bring all the, the, the necessary pieces and parts that we take with us, you know, whether that's, you know, the planning of like, what do we need to make this comfortable for everyone? And so my question really is like, I would, and my hope is that, yeah, I want to have sex on vacation. I want to have sex at home too, but I'm like, I would love for us to have a plan for it, but it just seems like it really is hard to do for us. It doesn't seem like it normally works out. It usually entails us flirting a little bit before vacation. Like, hey, it'd be great if we could connect while, you know, we're on vacation, winky, flirting. And we both understand the implication of that. And so we pack, we plan for it. We show up on vacation and then it's a little bit tricky because Avery's bedtime schedule is off or she's waking up earlier than we anticipated and we're trying to navigate 
child in the other room close by and what that looks like. And unfortunately, then you have disappointment in your expectation. Well, we're two days into vacation or three days into vacation and we haven't had a chance to connect and it seems now we're pressed and it's not going to work out. All of a sudden, we can feel like we're being missed or we're not being considered. And that can be really hard on vacation also. And so as you know, we're discussing all these content issues. Physical connection and sex on vacation is something that you should be able to talk about and say, hey, this is my hope. I hope that we can connect on vacation. Also, can we hold it just as flexible as the other things that if the circumstances don't allow us to do that, I still love you, I'm still on your team. How can we stay connected and know that we love each other if it doesn't always work out or align the way that we hope it to. I think, I think that actually brings up another little point. It's like, do we vacate without our kid? Do we go somewhere Mm. and spend time on us versus just a family vacation? I think it's easy when you have kids to kind of make all the vacations or all the fun times really about them. And I love my kid. She's great. And I honestly, I'd take her anywhere and do anything with her. And I think she's an incredible little human. But also, I'm like, I wonder what it would look like for us to kind of make time for that. And how do we talk about that? And who sets up the childcare? And who sets up the plan? And who says, you know, is it always my mom who watches them? Or do we find someone else? I mean, there's just a lot of factors that go in. And again, expectations of how that's going to go. Is it always going to be this way? You know, I I love that we sometimes have taken my mom with us. Again, back to expectations. Like, we take my mom with us because she can watch Avery while we go to meetings or do work. or And a lot of times, that's that's what we're going out of town for. But could we keep my mom maybe on another vacation and have her help with the kid? And maybe you and I have a time to connect or something like go that. Go on a date night. Go out to eat just the two of us because there's something else that she's able yeah. to do. And that's something that, again, needs to be discussed. And so now we want to also consider, as we're talking about some of these content issues, things that happen that are completely unexpected. We're talking about expectations of things we can plan for, but sometimes it's good to have a conversation for the unexpected. I know, and you do too, we both do, several people who have gone on vacation and a hurricane hits. Oops, that wasn't planned for. And now our whole vacation has been, I don't want to say ruined, but definitely altered. We're making adjustments and it adds a lot of distress that we didn't plan for. Yeah. So how we, similar to our last episode where you have to repair quickly, how do you recover when unexpected interruptions hijack your vacation? Well, and whether it's a hurricane or whether it's you know, a death in the family. I hate to say that or something. It has happened. More significant. You're gone. And now this thing that we spent a year planning for or thinking about, and we're all, all looking forward to is now hijacked, so to speak, by the family situation or the weather. I mean, a lot of people I know go to the beach. I mean, that's, yeah. and it's during hurricane season for the most part. And so there's a chance that where I'm going will have been hit by or will get hit by a hurricane. Uh, and so I'm like, golly, that that's tough. I, I go back to kind of what we were talking about uh, two episodes ago where it's like, can we just get aligned? Can we get like back on the same team? And I know couples that in crisis, they're incredible. And I also know couples that in crisis, they're completely divided. Yeah. And so you can kind of know that for yourselves. I think with us, crisis is something that we're pretty, pretty good at. Um, I think, I think we kind of like calm down and kind of like adjust and make a plan. But, but I think that's hard because if it, if that crisis throws the, 
in a wedge between the two of you. And now I'm making a plan and you're over there trying to cut watermelon. And I, I, I know I'm joking about that, but I'm like, right. But you're doing one thing and I'm doing a completely other thing. Like it's really hard for the two of us to get aligned. And then, and then we're in distress on vacation. That's just gotten ruined, so to speak. And, and we're not enjoying it. But if, if you can flex a lot of times you can make the best out of almost anything, as long as you're together on it. I think that we're okay when it's something that is mildly expected. It's those complete unexpected things or we should have expected them and we don't that we yeah. beat ourselves up on. The other day I was driving on the highway. This was actually last week. And I saw it was on my way into work. I saw on the side of the road a truck pulling a fifth wheel camper that was pulled over and smoke was just billowing out of the engine of the truck. And I thought, oh, that is not what <laughs> they they are not having a good time. Well, four hours later when I returned, they were still there and there was a tow truck that had just arrived. And I'm like, oh, my goodness five hours on the side of the road with a hot day and your truck is broken, that adjusts a camping experience or a vacation. How do you plan for that? How do you align or say, hey, this sucks for both of us? Do you want my list about how to plan for that? Because I'll give you my list. No, no. Re-listen to last uh, episode where Chad discussed his checklist for making sure your vehicles are all... Well, I'm I'm joking, but I'm like, sometimes you can't catch it all. And even if they've planned perfectly, sometimes you run into something that breaks. I mean, literally... Every car you buy is designed to wear out eventually. Yeah. It's not, a we were just talking about this. truck overheats hauling something heavy is it's not. It's not shocking. Mm, yeah. That's not shocking. And so I'm like, and I'm not saying that you want it to happen. We hope it doesn't happen. But how do we adjust quickly? You know, do I feel like a failure if I've gone through my checklist and tried to make the truck work or tried to make sex happen or tried to make the food plan work or tried, or do you feel like you're too much because you're overmanaging the food yeah. or you're, I don't know, going to be uh, forceful or con- I'm going to think you're controlling or something. If, if you're doing that, I'm like, that's going to hit our view of self and kind of our expectations. And if you can talk about the expectation and what you do in times of distress or crisis, you can start to kind of like get ahead of your own kind of reactive process that happens. Yeah. Um, which I think is what we're trying to do. That's why we're trying to talk about all this because we want people to have a plan for when distress hits or when crisis hits. Can we stay aligned, stay yeah. on the same team and use kind of our knowledge of the plan and kind of have had these conversations so that we stay together, so we stay connected. Being able to hold the view of positive intent on your partner's behalf is important in these processes. Just like the cycle hijacks us, circumstances on vacation hijack us together. It's not like I'm the only one getting hijacked that the car blew up on the side of the road. We both are. You are, I am. And so when you get into a blame game around some of these harder things, it just adds distress to an already distressful situation. At that moment, finding fault isn't your best move alignment and problem solving and solution making together is the best move. Yeah. Which brings us to our connect point. The connect point is designed to help you have a different conversation about how you experience your relationship. Small adjustments lead to big change over time. Take some time to practice with us now. All right, in this connect point, we want you to take some time and think about a time when you were on vacation and it got interrupted. And we want you to kind of go, what, what could have been different if I had had a plan? Think about what, what would I have planned or how could I have made that 
even smoother, you know, and, and maybe in some of these cases, there isn't a perfect way to get out of it. Maybe the answer is just stay aligned, stay connected with our partner, but take some time and think through it. When's the time when this has gone wrong, where I could have done something a little bit different to make things be a little bit smoother. We want to make sure that you're not deciding what your partner could have done differently in this scenario, like, hey, remember that time this went bad because it was all your fault? That's not the goal. <laughs> the goal is to identify something that interrupted your vacation and what could have helped you stay aligned or your view of self, what was your experience in that process that you would like to share with your partner so they have some insight. So take some time and consider that now and have a conversation with your partner that's designed to bring you closer together. Thanks so much for listening to us. If you've enjoyed this podcast, one of the best things you can do for us is to share it with another couple that you think could benefit from it. You can rate us and give us a review on your listening platform. And you can follow us on our Facebook page, The Real Emhoffs, where we share ideas about relationship along with upcoming workshops and speaking engagements we'll have. We love to hear from our listeners. So feel free to message or email us with ideas you might like us to talk about or the ways that our ConnectPoint conversations are impacting your relationship. Thanks, Thanks again. again.